Good morning. How are you? Uh, it is a beautiful Monday morning right now. And uh, we're off on... Uh, it's, things are kind of normal right now today. Um, you know, off to a good start, beginning of the week. Uh, my kids are doing their schoolwork. Um, the, the, the guys that mow the lawn even showed up today, which was... Uh, I don't know that I was completely expecting it. I didn't know how things were working in that regard. Uh, but it saves me a lot of work this week, so I'm appreciative of that. I'm going to have to write that down as an extra appreciation thing this morning. Good morning, Levy. Thanks for joining me. I'm going to um, give some time to let people jump on here. Uh, Levy, how you doing? What's going on with you today? Anything uh, anything interesting going on with you? Um, you know, yesterday was kind of quiet. It ended up raining. We ended up, uh, we didn't make the hot dogs we were planning on making last night with the boys. We didn't have s'mores. So we just had, uh, ironic, you know, weirdly enough, my kids like salad. So we made a salad last night that'll carry us through the entire week. So we'll be able to eat that all week. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have the two weirdest boys. They love, they love eating salad. One of them without dressing. So, uh, I, I was definitely not that kid when I was a kid. I think I lived on meatloaf my entire childhood. I feel that's all I remember eating is meatloaf. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just doing our regular thing. Hopefully uh, the uh, guys don't need to come to the door for anything. If they do, I might have to jump away, but we'll see. Um, Levi, lots of homework, and Emily begins e-learning today. Yeah, you know, the e and the e-learning is kind of nice. Um, you know, I didn't... I, I originally thought that, you know, I mean, let's just write this year off. Like, that was kind of my feeling about it. But seeing my kids doing the work and seeing them with their teachers uh, and their classmates makes it all worthwhile. I don't, and I, I honestly don't even care what they learn from now for the next, you know, the month or next month or two. Um, seeing them with that sense of community, even remotely, is, uh, pretty cool. So I, I'm, I'm thankful for that. And I think that's the most important So most important part. So if teachers out there, um, uh, you know, know that what you're doing is appreciated, even if you don't feel that it's up to snuff from an academic standpoint, um, what you're doing out there, uh, for the kids themselves is amazing. So thank you for that. Um, good morning, Mary. Thanks for joining me. Good morning, Helen and Livia. I wish I would write my college school year off. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, man, I'm making my neck red. Um, they, uh, you know, I saw your, I saw your post, I think it was yesterday or the day before, you know, about, um, you know, like the, the amount of work they're giving you. I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot going on. And it's funny because some people have, from a work perspective, work and school, some people have zero sympathy for anybody. Like the show must go on. And I think that's really unrealistic from a lot of perspectives. There is so much stress and anxiety and you have to account for that. Um, it, it's just, I don't, I don't get it. Um, so, you know, I hope that we can help you in some way navigate through this, um, you know, with some balance in some way. Um, and, and we've even changed our approach, you know, I mean, we've changed um, how we've gone about uh, this whole define my day focus right now because productivity, you know, can take a back seat. If you're using it to stay productive, that's great. But I think we also need to be aware of the other things going on and the fact that that's going to edge into our productivity. Um, and if we weren't great at being productive before this all started, we're not going to suddenly be productive. So we have to take all of that into account. So, uh, you know, give yourself some grace, give yourself some grace. On that note, um, so I finished, finally, I finished Brene Brown's uh, Dare to Lead. I, again, I, I have no, I can't figure out why it took me so long to read it. Uh, I did earmark a lot of pages, uh, and maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe I was just thinking too hard through it or, or hard enough. I don't know. Um, but I finally finished it yesterday. I set a goal yesterday that I was going to finish this stinking book. So I finished it and I earmarked a lot of pages. And one of the things that stuck out to me, there's a couple things that I'm going to talk about all week this week. But one of the things that stuck out to me was this, was this matter of self-trust. And I think that's some of what's going on right now with people. So we're going to talk about that after we get through all the, all the fun stuff first. 
Deborah, good morning. If I didn't see you already, Terry, good morning. Uh, Diana, uh, you cannot hear me very well. I don't know. Um, I can try to change it a little bit. Uh, is that better? Is the volume better for you guys there? How's that? Um, good morning, Stacy. I'm trying not to get too close to the microphone because sometimes it gets a little weird. Uh, you hear like every little thing that comes out of me, <laughs> whether it's a, a breath or whatever. So I'm trying not to get too close to the microphone so you guys don't hear all the normal noises. Um, so if let me know how that goes. I feel like I'm now it's a little bit too loud. All right, good. All right. All right. So, um, so well, the first thing I wanted to talk about uh, I, I want to show you this. So I, you know, have been trying to adjust my messaging on our product because I don't want to, people that have never heard of us, I don't want them to think that we are just like work harder, right? Cause that's not what we're about. We're about doing today what's most healthy, right? Whether it's work, uh, relaxation, uh, things that align with our values and purpose, right? We, we talk about this all the time, but a lot of people don't get this message. A lot of people uh, just see the ad, see a planner and think, well, this is just to make us work harder. So we get negative feedback on some of our ads that, oh, now is not the time to be doing this. Well, you know, from my perspective, given the holistic way that we look at it, now is the best time to be doing any of this. But so we did um, we did a post last week where I basically laid out the process for anybody that wanted to do this at home without purchasing Define My Day. So look, I I would love for you guys to continue to purchase Define My Day. And the people that have already purchased it, there are some people that purchase one and then do the do the practice themselves by writing it out themselves. Um, if that's what you need to do, if that's where you feel like your time is valuably spent, then fine. Uh, I get it. Like some people would rather do that than pay for the product. We certainly appreciate when people purchase it. But given this time specifically, a lot of people are trying to watch their money. I get that, right? So we put it out there like this is the basics to it. We'd appreciate it if you purchased it, but if you can't, this is the basics on how you do it. We didn't even promote this, like we didn't promote this post. Uh, but so uh, it was shared out by a lot of people, right? And so one of the people that it somehow got to uh, was this woman. And uh, she gave us this loveliness. Uh, screw off, spam, F you. Nice. So normally, you know, I probably would just write it off. Um, but, you know, I, I feel like I, I never know what to say. Like, so do we, do we, you know, say, hey, um, you know, sorry, you feel that way or whatever. But this wasn't even like, this wasn't even like an opposition to the product. This was just somebody that, was just throwing out some stuff, right? Uh, so, you know, we just said, hey, you know, send in some hugs your way. Like, apparently you need it. It's kind of like my thought there. And so then she hopes that Corona's come our way, which at that point, like, oh man, I, I mean, where are you at right now? And so we gave her the old uh, Judge Judy eye roll. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say to that. I mean, what are you going to do? I don't know. Um, so that's where we are with uh, Shannon. Shannon, thanks for stopping by. All right. So let's get into our memes today. These are the, these are kind of like we can't just do one a day now. Now we got to do a couple. So I'm going to roll through two different themes right now with our memes. Number one, uh, this one is not even quite a meme, but just a funny stinking story, I guess. Um, somebody in a Zoom call or Microsoft Teams meeting made themselves a potato, if you can see it up there on the top right, and she was a potato for the entire meeting and could not change it back. That is hilarious. Um, the next one is this one, uh, like, because we're all just doing these meetings, um, <laughs> like, right out of bed, right? I mean, like, and there's me, you know, I, I put on a decent shirt for you guys. I took a shower last night, so I didn't take one this morning, so my hair is a mess. And if we look at my hair right here, man, I am getting scruffy looking. Um, I don't. I, I was talking to my brother over the weekend. I don't know if I'm going to go out and buy clippers or not go out, but order clippers in and just shave my head, or if I'm just going to let it go. And you know, my corona hair, quarantine hair, 
see where it takes me. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm still on the fence about what I want to do, but my boys are getting scruffy looking too. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm sure the ladies, especially the ladies that color their hair, you probably have a nice crown going on right now, right? I, I know. I, I've heard the stories. I've heard how that's going too. I am so gray. There's not even like, I can't even color my hair. The one time I colored my hair when I started really going gray about 10, 15 years ago, I walked into the bank and the, the women, the tellers behind the counter were like, what did you do? I never did it again. Never did it again. So, and it wasn't even like any, it wasn't like a major change. It was just kind of like one of those blend in color things. They did not like it. So definitely never did that again. Um, I figure as long as I don't go bald, I'm in good shape. I'll go Steve Martin straight white if I can. Um, so yeah, so that's it. Enter your meeting ID <laughs> out of bed. Um, and then, so the other aspect of this is, um, you know, the Tiger King is taking over right now, right? So Tiger King is the big thing. And I had to use this one because it's straight out of Pennsylvania. This is our governor. And somebody asked him, uh, on the chat, have you seen Tiger King? And do you think Carol killed her husband? Uh, and this, and this woman or this person even has, did Carol Baskin kill her husband and the delivery people get the vote depending on where they put the packages. That is hilarious. Uh, apparently everybody agrees that she did. Um, and there was another one too, uh, that I'm going to share with you tomorrow that I'm going to put up there. It's like, uh, Carol Baskin. Uh, yeah. And so this week we found out yesterday that uh, Netflix is going to drop one more episode. Uh, coming up this week. So if you have been watching Tiger King, there's a new episode coming out. Uh, can't wait to see that. On the final note of the uh, going back to the Zoom meetings and, and virtual uh, meetings, uh, Dua Lipa, uh, if you know her, she's a singer. She's a British singer, did a live session on James Corden's show. I think it was like a week or two ago. Her entire uh, her entire ensemble, like the dancers, the backup singers, the musicians, all did their respective parts from their homes via whatever this technology was. I don't know if it, I don't think it was Zoom or anything like that. But um, I tried to try to put a link up here on the screen and it didn't work for me. So you'll have to I mean, we could maybe put it in the comments. But uh, it was pretty impressive. You know, like the, there's one dancer, she was dancing in her laundry room. Like you could see her washing machine off to the right. Um, but it was, it was pretty good. Um, so if you're, if you're looking for something happy and, and good uh, going forward here, uh, that's in, in your like decent top 40 music, uh, that's, a, that's a good one. Uh, so, okay, so the sound is much better. Thank you. Uh, Lori, good morning. Marsha, good morning in sunny North Carolina. Yeah, sunny here too. Looking forward to a nice day going to get outside and do some yard work. And tonight we're going to make our s'mores. Uh, good morning, Debbie. Never seen Tiger King, <laughs> never seen Tiger King, but might need to try it. Yes, you might need to try it. It is a train wreck, not one that I'm normally into, but it is a fun train wreck to watch. Um, you know, yesterday, uh, you know, like I started off saying the weather wasn't so great. So we spent a lot of time in, in indoors. Uh, I finished reading my book. Um, we kind of just you know, hunkered down and, and did some stuff together. We played some games together. Lynn watched a movie. I guess Din Disney made a movie called Onward that they released um, to the Disney channel, streaming channel. And she and the boys loved it. Loved it. Apparently a very good movie. Um, I didn't watch that one. I was doing some work. But uh, yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Um, and I finished my, my uh, Brene Brown book, Dare to Lead. Oop, where are we at? Right here. There we go. Um, and uh, so I wanted to uh, follow up on – there was a uh, – uh, we talk, talked briefly about toxic people yesterday. So I wanted to hit that briefly with a quote that I thought you guys would like. Um, let me get back to it. i got to find it. Sorry, I marked the page, but I also have a couple of other pages marked here. Um, but, 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 come on now. Come on now. Where are you at? Okay, so uh, you know we we talked a little bit yesterday about narcissistic type people, right? Um, and toxic relationships, and we've gone through that a couple of times over the past couple of months. Uh, we all have these relationships, right? Uh, but so um, at the end of one of her chapters in the book, she uh, says this: 
We can never overestimate the relationship between self-trust and trusting others. Maya, Maya Angelou said, I don't trust people who don't love themselves and tell me I love you. There is an African saying, which is, be careful when a naked person offers you a shirt. And I think that's very succinctly uh, puts a, a thought, uh, like it, it, very, it very much clarifies a thought that I've had uh, about relationships. You know, it, it, I've seen in the past that people that most want relationships are probably the least likely to be able to function in one in a healthy way. And that may be like an overly strong correlation there. But what, what, I'm, what I mean is, is that if you're desperate to have a relationship, it's usually because there's something going on in here, right? And so the healthiest relationships are two healthy people that come together and um, have a healthy relationship. If there is a need from one of the people, then it becomes off balance and unhealthy. And a lot of times, if, if somebody is empty and doesn't love themselves, but says, I love you, uh, there's something going on there. They have to love themselves first. And I think that that's a core component in the whole Define My Day toolkit and Defining Life toolkit is that we have to develop a real strong love for ourselves and a real sense of confidence so that we can walk away from certain things, whether it's a business relationship or a personal relationship, and be okay with that, um, where that it doesn't destroy us or damage us. Um, and, we, and we all know people, you know, like I, I see people, especially on social media, where, you know, they're, they're constantly, um, you know, bemoaning that they can't find a good personal relationship. And they almost seem desperate to want one. And then they get one and like immediately put it into like full on like we're going to get married soon kind of stuff. I mean, and, and when that happens, you know, as the other person in that relationship, you almost have to feel like this person was so needy of a relationship. They might have grabbed, grabbed onto anybody. Right. And so how valuable am I going to feel in that situation? Um, so, you know, the bottom line is, I mean, there's a lot of different aspects of this. Right. Uh, but I think the main component of it is bringing it back in is that we have to be real confident in ourselves. We have to love ourselves. We have to build a solid foundation for ourselves. And that starts with understanding what our values and purpose is and making sure that we're not compromising those values and purpose, that we're living our daily actions in alignment with those values and purpose. And that we, we form really authentic relationships with the people around us. Uh, and, and it's okay. We're going to, if we're living in alignment with our values and purpose, when people say, you know what, I don't like you or your values or purpose, you're going to say, cool, see you later. Right. And that, and that's, that's, that's going to be okay because we're going to find other people that do. And it's a weird transition to make. Um, and it can be a lonely transition if you have been editing yourself over time, uh, and, and you've formed relationships that, that aren't really authentic. Um, by backing away from them, it takes a while for other people to see you for who you are now or who you really are. So it's it's a weird place to be. But right now is is kind of that gift, right? Right now we're almost forced into it. Right now we have that opportunity to work on ourselves. And I'm not saying we have the opportunity to work, right? This is not like the opportunity to do more work. This is not like it is. It is like let me not make a blanket statement there. It is. If you want to do more work, do more work. But if you need to do more work in here or in here, do that work, right? But don't, what I hope you won't do is lean into all of the bad stuff, like what we talked about yesterday, the bad stuff that damages you, right? Is this good for me? Is the question you want to ask yourself day in and day out. Is this good for me? If the answer is no, what can we change? What do we need to do? Do I need to stop doing it? Do I need to change how I'm doing it? Do I need to do something else? Can I replace it with something else? And that can be anything. What you're feeding yourself, the activities you're doing, the things you're reading, the things you're watching, the relationships you're maintaining, all of it, is this good for me? And the answer, you know, when aligned with your values and purpose, right? All of this should help you get more clarity and more strength inside. 
so that when we emerge from all of this, no matter how long it is, if it's a month from now, if it's six months from now, whatever it might be, uh, we should hopefully be stronger here. And the person that walks out into the world will be confident, will be understanding of other people, will understand that other people are going through their own struggles, but we don't need to be down in that struggle with them. Uh, we can help as we can, uh, and that we are not going to get wrapped up in toxic relationships the way we may have in the past. Cool? Cool. Let me hit the comments here real quick. Um, Debbie on target. Thanks, Deb. Appreciate that. Uh, Lori, I haven't seen it yet either. This is We're talking about Tiger King again. Uh, my husband keeps telling me to watch it. He thinks I'll like it. Yeah, it depends. It depends. I really don't like that type of thing. It's just Netflix produced it so well. And there's like, oh my, like you just watch it and you're like, what else is going to happen here? Like this is, it's such a, this guy was not defining his day. And if he was, he was doing it wrong. We, we, we should have talked. Um, Patty says, you have to love yourself first. You are so right about that. Sadly, many people just don't get that. There are too many needy codependent people. And, and that's it. Right. And, and I don't know why, I don't know why, like, and I guess maybe as you're brought up, something was missing. Um, you know, maybe you, you had very transactional relationships and that's just what you're used to. I don't know why. Um, I know I've been in that situation. Um, and I'm trying to identify any vestiges of that as we go forward between my wife and I and, and business clients. I mean, we had, we had business relationships that were like that. Um, and it, it doesn't feel good. So you have to, you have to, you know, it ends up leading down a bad path and you have to stay away from that. Uh, Lavi says, I think that there is a need for some to know what loving self looks like. Yeah. Um, it took a while for me to find those examples and living that authenticity in life. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and, and that's the that's a big problem is that if you're not raised to love yourself in the right way, it's it's like there's there's just the real foggy roadmap. It, it's not like you're given steps where somebody says, okay, you should do this, you should do this, and if you do this, then this will happen. And if you do this, I mean, we're given we're given very hazy instructions, and I feel like this is like the 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 tragedy in humanity because this has been going on for thousands of years people go through the same struggles generation after generation where we we just can't seem like we don't pass on the right kind of self-worth values and uh why do we have to keep figuring this out over and over again and even and that's my frustration again we'll go into my frustration with therapy briefly here is that the therapist is like so they're trained to let you figure it out yourself when you, I mean, you're just wasting valuable time. So I don't know, you know, if you find a good therapist, they'll probably guide you a little bit better, but other ones just let you wallow in this. And I don't, I don't know if they just don't know how to navigate it or what. I don't, I don't know, but I, that's where I feel like, you know, people get down on coaching, life coaching and you know, whatever. But I think that's where you need it because I think there are people that know, the right things to do in certain situations. And that's where people need to hear, like, this is wrong. And many times in my life, I wish somebody would have just said, like, stop it. That, that's, that's wrong. Like, don't do that anymore. Your reaction when this happens should not be this. It should be something more like this. And, and I feel like I would have really um, done better in life earlier, right? Now, that's the responsibility of your parents early on, right? That reaction's not, no, I, now you can't slap anybody, right? But like, you know, like virtual slap in the head, like, hey, uh, you know, like you can't do that anymore, right? It's funny because I'm going back to grade school now, like slap up, upside the head. I had a history teacher that used to say that. Um, but so, uh, you know, like like that was the job of your parents when you were younger to like, you, like wake you up a little bit, like snap out of it. Like this isn't correct. Like, but a lot of people didn't get that. So we almost need that as adults. Like, psh, this isn't right. But we think because we're adults, so we, we don't need that. Well, sometimes we do, right? And even I do. I mean, I'm not, I'm not certainly not saying that I have all of the answers. I still wish I had somebody over my shoulder going, mm -mm, that's not right. No, 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 no. You need to start looking at it this way. And this is why, you know, but, you know, that's just not the way life works. So we have to continue to investigate it ourselves 
And we have to continue to ask ourselves, is this good for me? Um, so, and, and we're going to, it's funny because we're going to talk about that. There's like, there, she goes into in these last couple of chapters here um, about, you know, like ways of like people overcome emotions and, and uh, I can't remember the word she uses, offload. They offload emotions. So we're going to talk about that in a couple of days here going forward. Um, uh, da, 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 let's see. Uh, Lori says, watching these videos is good for me. Hey, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for taking the time to do these. They are very much appreciated. You're welcome. You're welcome. I think I get just as much out of them as you do. There's a lot of times I walk out of here with like so many notes. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, <laughs> definitely not defining his day at a mouthful of water. I'm going to spit it out. Yeah, he wasn't defining his day, Lori. Or Diana, I'm sorry. Yeah, he um, definitely not defining his day. Um, Patty says, many of us were not raised to love ourselves, period. I agree. I agree. I think it's because the parents, you know, it's the parents are still going through their own stuff and they're not prepared to raise somebody in a healthy way. I've seen it. You know, if you, if you're ever coaching sports and, and even the anecdotal stories you hear about sports, parents are doing more for themselves to make themselves feel better than what's good for the kids. Um, and, and you see it all the time. And even the stories my kid comes home with from school about the way kids behave. Um, they're just getting bad examples at home and because the parents haven't resolved their own problems. Um, we don't know how it is hard to learn. And I learned it late in life. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, after getting away from people who are not happy being on their own or being alone, lowering expectations does help too, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I, I agree there too. I, you know, and that's, we talked about that yesterday about, um, expectations. Um, and Helen agrees with you, Patty. Uh, we talked about expectations, right? Expectations destroy relationships. Um, but that doesn't mean like, it's funny cause there's a, there's a line there, right? There are certain expectations, expect like relationships are supposed to be equitable. Relationships are supposed to be a partnership. And so there is going to be some sort of expectation to a point that the other person is going to fulfill their end of the bargain. Now, you know, I guess it's unrealistic expectations is how maybe we frame that. I don't know. I haven't quite thought it through or done enough research on it. But I think there should be expectations to a point. And I think that expectations in relationships in part in life kind of inspire us or pressure us in a, in a good pressure kind of way to live up to uh, who we feel we should be and the other people around us should be or feel we should be. Like, you know, you know like they say – you know, like have friends who you want to clean up the house for when they come over, right? Because there's a level of expectation, right? And uh, I feel like I feel like that's good. You know, like I want that kind of expectation. I want to be around people that expect me to be my best self. Because if there were people that weren't encouraging me to be my best self around me, if my wife wasn't encouraging me to be my best self, then there's a more a higher propensity for me to get, you know, like let things slide, right? Like it's that you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most. And so you look around at the five people, if they don't care about their personal health, their mental health, if they don't care about the relationships they have, if they have toxic relationships, chances are, so are you. Um, so, um, Siri is keep, she keep, I need to turn that off. I am sorry. I keep forgetting to do it. Um, so, uh, you know, like we need to, we need to keep that in mind is that we look around at the relationships we have, you know, do these people help us lift up, uh, our, our own expectations of ourselves? Uh, now look, we don't want to get to the point where we have unrealistic expectations where that person is just criticizing you and berating you. That's not healthy at all. Right. But, there's kind of that like there's there's a middle ground I think where it's it's healthy to have expectations, um, uh, but you also you go into moments or seasons where those expectations have to go to the wayside and where somebody can be understanding because they also understand that people go through rough times or have difficulties. So um, there's that there's that space where it's healthy, right? Not too far one way or the other. Good morning, Jamie. Uh, Marsha, I always have had mentors throughout my career and I learned so much. Maybe we need to have more mentors who can model self-love. That's, I agree. I, I totally agree. And, and that's the disappointing thing 
you know, mentorship um, is huge, but it's hard to find mentors and it's hard to pair up with mentors properly. And sometimes it gets expensive. Like people pay for mentorship, right? It's hard to find somebody willing to put their time out there because again, they have their own problems. So there's that altruistic side of it that, that is really hard to find. Um, uh, so, you know, I, I think, you know, ideally your mentors would be your parents. Uh, but again, we go back to that and maybe it's a societal thing. Like parents just, they're not, there's a lot a large number of parents and it doesn't matter. I think it's this, I think it's across all classes. There is a, a, a number, a significant portion of parents who have not resolved their own issues and generation after generation, this gets passed down. And again, I feel like I, I cannot find it, but I read a quote from Socrates or Aristotle, somebody, and they were talking about this sort of immaturity that we have. And I mean, it was the, it, like you could have written it yesterday. It, it's just that people for thousands of years have been recycling the same dysfunction. And it's so frustrating to see. It, it's so frustrating. Um, Levy, the unrealistic expectations and those who lean toward narcissism. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Um, yeah. And that is, you know, and having solid mentorship, you know, it's hard. It's hard. I've approached people for mentorship. Um, and, and there's a way to approach it that where you, where both sides get value and all of this other stuff. And I, I just, I, I, I've not been able to find a good mentor through my life. Um, uh, that has been had the time to invest with me. Um, and so it's hard. It's really hard. Uh, you can't get it from therapy because they're not mentors, they're therapists. Um, and I think the best way I've been able to do it has been online learning. Uh, I've, you know, whether it's a marketing mentor or a business mentor, I've pulled good value from all of those places. Um, but the other place is books, I, whether it's a, a audible audio book, listening to it, um, you know, uh, reading a book like Brene Brown's book right here, uh, or even a good podcast. I think that's what I've used as mentorship in my life over the past couple of years as I've not been able to find an in-person mentor. So, you know, that's, I think that's why reading for me has become so much more important. Um, you know, it, it's something I wish I was, if I would have had that one habit early in life, uh, I think that, you know, and it could start with fiction, right? Just in the habit of actually reading, but then transitioning to nonfiction as I got older, uh, in, in self-development books and things, um, that would have been, uh, probably a pivotal point in my life that I missed out on. I mean, I, I hit it now, right. But, uh, you know, 10 years ago, if I would have done it, uh, would have made a huge difference in my life. And define my day is kind of like a mentorship plat platform. Thank you. I appreciate that. And in, in, in all honesty, that's where we're going with this, you know, define my day itself. The book is um, a tool, right? I mean, this is this other stuff is so much more. Um, and, and really, in honesty, if we're going to grow this, if we're going to have the resources to continue to go, um, you know, we're going to have to turn it into something else. Uh, so we, we would still sell the book, but we're going to have to come up with a different platform that we can we can help people a little bit more one on one, uh, where we can expand what we're doing. So you know, we're thinking about that. We're keeping our eye on all of that um, uh, because I know there's a lot more to this. Uh, it's that whole defined life approach more than just define my day. Define my day again being the tool. Uh, but we, the goal being, you know, having that life that you define for yourself and helping you get to that place. So we're trying to figure out how to best do that. Um, and we're getting there, you know, I'm not trying to rush anything. I want to make sure that it's as valuable as it can be for all of you. Um, and these conversations, um, are, uh, invaluable, uh, for me and for the other people. I mean, that just the, the, some of the stuff that you guys come with is, is amazing. So I appreciate it. Uh, the hippies were right. <laughs> and let me see. Stacy says, 
I'm totally not slamming any religion at all. I'm only coming from my personal experience. It's taken me a long time to recover from some of the Catholic mindset. I was even going to become a nun at one point before I eventually became a minister. The religious culture I was brought up in was very much about putting yourself last and a sense of unworthiness. For me personally, and I'm only talking about my experience, for me, rising above that BS was profoundly healing and liberating. Leaving behind a mindset focused on a fear or fear of God was huge for me to love myself more. I've been able to align more with the divine from a happy, healthy, and loving place, a place of wholeness. It was a tough thing for some of my family to understand my shift for my wellness that they're still very much steeped in their particular French Catholic culture and mindset. I can relate there because I grew up Catholic too. Uh, we're still Catholic. Um, but um, I, I, I know what you're talking about. It's that I, I have changed the way I've looked at my relationship with God. Um, I don't, you know, I, you know, actually the one book that really had a profound impact on my and clarified, crystallized my thought uh, was, um, oh man, hold on. I'm going to get it real quick. Pardon the uh, dead air for a moment here. I listened to it on audible. Um, mind hacking happiness. It's actually a two volume set by Sean Webb. And, um, it's all, you know, it's it, some of his stuff is really out there. Like he even goes into like psychedelics and stuff. But one of the points, and I don't remember which volume it was in, he talks about God and he, he references some really horrible things, but that he, I even think he calls God the universe, right? Or the, like the life force or whatever he calls it, but that anybody like anybody that huge looks down on all life as a parent would look down on our own children, right? And we're not tyrannical with our children, right? We love our children. And in fact, if our children did awful things, we still love our children. And we're not going to torture them for eternity if they do awful things. We understand that everybody, something had to happen to them, something terrible had to happen for them to get to that terrible place. And so he goes through this much better than I could describe it. But when you bring it to home, when you look at your own children, like my children could do some awful things. I would love them no matter what, unconditionally. Like there's, my kids would do awful things that would make me angry, make me disappointed and make me upset, but I would always love them. Right. And so, um, I think that, you know, if you look at it from like, if we are made of, you know, if we are part of that, right? If we are like, we're, we're children of God. If you want to, I don't, I don't like usually go religious here, but this is like, you know, these are different times, I guess. And so if we are children of God, if we're made in God's image or whatever you believe in, then the same feelings we have toward our children are the same feelings that that being would have toward us, right? And so growing up with that guilt uh, feeling or that guilt fear of God that we are just sinning and we're terrible people and we always have to make up for that. Um, I feel like those are the, those are the relationships that like when you have that relationship with your parent, when you grew up that way, that, that created a toxic feeling in you. So why would we continue that from a religious perspective? Like what, if it was toxic in our interpersonal relationships, it's probably toxic other places too. Right. And so, you know, Stacy, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, and so I, I, you know, and I, and I look at some of the things that are going on in society right now. Some of the worst discussions right now are coming out of overly zealous religions uh, where they just, anybody else is wrong. If you don't agree with them, you're wrong and your life is somehow worth less. Um, and that's not okay with me. Uh, so, you know, while I, uh, Define My Day is not a faith-based uh, product. Defined Life is not a faith-based organization. And I'll tell you, some of the faith-based organizations are some of the nastiest ones out there, especially in our space. Um, I've seen some, some real hypocrisy in some of the faith-based or organizations. Um, but I still do have opinions about it. And I hope you understand that my opinion doesn't have to be 
your opinion. Uh, we can, we're intelligent people. We can disagree if, if you disagree with me. Uh, I hope I'm not turning anybody off right now. But, um, you know, I, I think we just need to be, uh, it's got to start with love, right? It's got to start with understanding. It's, it can't be constantly judgment and fear and all this other stuff like Stacy's talking about here. So I get you. I hear you. I am 100% with you. Um, all right, listen, I took a major detour there. Let's get back into um, what we're talking about here. Uh, we are going into, I'm, I'm briefly going to talk about the basics of self-trust. And this, I think this was important. I was reading this and I think because right now, uh, calling what's going on right now in life, calling it a setback would be an understatement, Right. I mean, this is a this is a big issue going on right now with the, the virus and the quarantine and and even the politics and the arguments that are happening, um, and we're all struggling in, with it in a different way. And we're, you know, we a lot of us coming into this thought, well, I'm going to be so productive, I have so much more time, and then we're we're not we're not feeling that way, right? We're we're struggling, we're we're overcome with anxiety, we're. We're, we're upset. We're scared. We're scared for our health. We're scared for our jobs, our finances, and all the stuff that's going on. So um, I, I, I thought this was applicable right now for the situation. And I wanted to read you this. So pardon me for reading it because I don't know it well enough to not be able to read it first or to you. Uh, so this is the basics of self-trust. And she implements her braving process that I'm going to go through uh, which I, I would I would get by the book if if you really want to get into it and I'm sure she has a you know on her website goes into it also but it's an acronym braving is an acronym and she goes into it here as it relates to self trust so she says while trust is inherently relational and most pronounced in practice with other people the foundation of trust with others is really based on our ability to trust ourselves. Unfortunately, self trust is one of the first casualties when we fail or experience disappointment or setbacks. Whether it's conscious or not, when we're wondering how we ended up face down in the arena, we often reach for the blanket statement, I don't trust myself anymore. We assume that we must have made a bad decision, and therefore it's a fallacy to count on ourselves to deliver. I don't know about you, but I can relate. Think about a time where you experienced a setback or a disappointment, a small thing, not a big glaring failure, where there might be extra baggage to unpack. Instead, focus on a time where you hit a bump, and that stumbling block made you call into question your ability to depend on yourself to follow through on what you know is important. We all have these moments. As you hold that memory in your mind, go back through BRAVING, her acronym, quickly and recontextualize the elements for self-trust. So here's the, the BRAVING uh, acronym and the BRAVING process. Num uh, B is boundaries. Did I respect my own boundaries in the situation? Was I clear with myself and then others about what's okay and what's not okay? And we've talked about this in the past, right? Boundaries are one of those big areas where we have a hard time. R is reliability. Could I count on myself? Or was my self-talk Brene, you know, you set these intentions at 7 a.m. when you wake up. I need the exhausted 4 p.m. Brene to follow through on all that stuff with the same passion that you had when you popped up in the morning. I can relate here in two areas. One, in the morning when I'm dedicating myself to eating healthy all day, and then at 6 o'clock at night going, okay, I ate dinner, I'm still hungry, I'm really craving some Cadbury mini eggs. And the other thing is, at the end of the day, when I don't want a journal. And this is a battle I have with myself every night. Sit down for freaking two minutes and hold up to that reliability that you that you that you value for yourself and do what you say you're gonna do. Write in the stinking journal for two minutes. It doesn't take that much time. And it's incredibly valuable. All right. A is accountability. Did I hold myself accountable or did I blame others? Uh-oh, bingo. <laughs> uh, and did I hold others accountable when I should have? Holding other people accountable. And this goes back to expectations, right? Sometimes we need to hold other people accountable, right? And when we don't, we're not, we're not respecting ourselves and our boundaries. Vault. V is vault. Did I honor the vault? And did I share or not share appropriately? 
that I stop other people who were sharing inappropriately. I feel like this needs a little bit of explanation. So Vault, she goes into uh, in the previous uh, pages here, Vault is like sharing things that are not your right to share. So if you have information, if like this goes into the gossip side of things too, right? So there are certain things that need to be locked in a vault to, um, you know, that, in the, that when you do that, like if you haven't know something about somebody else, if there's stories you shouldn't be sharing, um, when you don't, when you lock it in a personal vault, it creates trust, right? And uh, when you do share things that are inappropriate, uh, it creates mistrust. Uh, it, there's a significant lack of trust between the person you're sharing it with, who's probably not going to share with you going forward, uh, but also the person that did share something with you. Uh, you know, th there's there's mistrust everywhere. So in this case, you know, how does it apply to you? Um, did you share things, and are you feeling uh, inauthentic in in what you shared? Is your has your vault been compromised? I is integrity. Did I choose courage over comfort? Did I practice my values? Did I do what I thought was right or did I opt for fast and easy? Man, does this hit with everything we talk about every day with Define My Day, right? Does this, I mean, does, are we acting in integrity with ourselves, with what we believe in every day? And if not, <laughs> how do we feel about that? And this is, that's part of our journaling at the end of the day, right? How did what I do today make me feel? How did I follow through with it? All right. N is non-judgment. Did I ask for help when I needed it? Was I judgmental about needing help? Did I practice non-judgment with myself? We talk about that all of the time. Even when we're analyzing how we did today, we set our priorities. We did or did not follow through on what we said we we're going to follow through with. That's not an indictment. We want to investigate why. So if we don't look at it with judgment, right? We've, oh, we've talked about this so many times. We don't look at what we did or did not do with judgment. We figure out why we did not do it or why we did do what we did, how we feel about it, how it's making us feel, and what we can do to improve tomorrow, right? No judgment, no personal ridicule. We just want to take that. We want to identify, become aware, and grow for tomorrow, right? She's speaking my language here. All right. And then G is generosity. Was I generous toward myself? Did I have self-compassion? Did I talk to myself with kindness and respect and like someone I love? When I screwed up, did I turn to myself and say, you gave it the best shot you could, you did what you could do with the data you had at the time, let's clean it up, it's going to be okay. Or did I skip the self-love and go straight to berating myself? So, her, her following, I'm going to read her following paragraph here and then we'll wrap it up. You are in control of your relationship with self-trust and you can hold yourself accountable where you might be falling short. This isn't always possible when you're working through braving in relationship with somebody else, where the absence of trust might be muddied by ambiguity of intention. When you're on the mat with yourself, it's much easier to put a spotlight on where you need to work. So in all of this... If we apply it to where we are today, right? Like strip away the expectations of who you are supposed to be. Strip away the expectations of everybody around you, the toxic relationships you might have, the work expectations, the personal expectations. Really get into who you want to be for yourself and then go back through this process, this braving process day in and day out. And feel, you know, and, and, and like set your own values and purpose, align your daily actions with them and, and, and do what you need to do to be, to, to, to have integrity and to, to fulfill like this, this, this contract with yourself, right? And you don't have to be, I mean, there's, there's, you know, people watching right now, you don't have to be a define my day user. You can be. You know, you, you don't have to be doing this process, but you still need to make sure that daily you're acting in accordance and in, in alignment with your values. All right. So um, 
hitting the comments real quick. I see one that I, Patty put on here. Um, you're not alone, Stacy. There are a lot of us Catholics out there like you, me included. And I, I, I think it's, I think it's something, you know, like I understand the purpose of the way the Catholic church was, uh, set up. Um, you know, you want to keep people, uh, on a path and sometimes you have to use fear to do it. Um, but I, I think going forward, things might have to change, right? I think we're all pretty smart and we're all interconnected through social media and a lot of other ways of communication. And uh, I think things are going to start changing, uh, you know, hopefully sooner, hopefully for the better. Uh, and I think if religions around the world adapt, uh, they can promote spirituality while also doing away with the self-loathing or, um, uh, what's the word? Um, I can't think of the word off the top of my head. The shame, I guess would be the right word that comes a lot of, along with a lot of religions. Um, so, you know, I, I you know, I don't want to get too religious on you, but I know it's, maybe it's Easter week that that's causing it. I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think you all understand where we're at with it. So I hope this uh, session was good for you. Um, you know, going forward today, uh, we have some work to do, but I'm going to be spending a lot of time this week uh, meal prepping. We're going to talk about, you know, the meals that we have for the week so we get that off of our plate. It's part of my uh, integrity, like trying to make sure that we're staying healthy. Uh, we're going to do what we have to do to plan out uh, because we don't want to go to the store, make sure that we have our food planned out for the next couple of weeks. Um, that we're not overdoing it, not letting anything go to waste. Uh, make sure we have a healthy balance going forward. Uh, and, uh, you know, making it easy that we make right decisions through the week. Uh, we're also, you know, we also are packing, uh, because we're still moving apparently. Uh, and, uh, you know, we want to make sure that we have, uh, everything in the right order as we're going forward. So, you know, we have a lot of things going on here. We're still making sure that we're getting, uh, the books out to you guys. I appreciate everybody that's been buying them. I appreciate all of you that joined me on these videos. Um, I think that, uh, that, uh, you know, you having you guys is as much a value for me as, as it's been for you. So uh, I appreciate all of it. Um, you know, keep coming back, uh, check us out on YouTube. If you need to watch the replay of any of the other videos, uh, like us on our podcast apps, give us a five-star review if you feel it's worthy. If not, uh, just keep on going. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm going to hit these last couple of comments. Uh, Stacy nailed it today. Thank you. Yeah, I read that yesterday and I thought, man, this is so appropriate right now. Uh, Levi, thank you for the session. One of my takeaways is stripping away all of those things and focusing on who I want to be with integrity. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, Rita. You're welcome, Kathy. Uh, Patty, you're welcome. Hope to see you again soon. I will see you tomorrow morning at 10 o'clock. I will see you every day. Unless something wacky happens, I will see you every day at 10 o'clock. I thank you all for joining me. Have a great Monday. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.